Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hey, Brittany. Hi, Ronnie. Um, okay, so I have to give some credit for this episode topic to Connor and Elijah, actually. <laughs> so uh, they kind of... Um, got this whole notion in my head, which I was not thinking of before. So a few weeks ago, um, Connor was showing me this whole new thing called chat GPT. Have you heard? Oh, I'm obsessed. He showed me. Oh, Connor. <laughs> I, I went from hating it to being scared to now I actually love it. And I see a lot of use for it, but oh, I'll really? let you. Take okay. It. So take it, you take it away first and I'll add my two cents. Oh, good. I'm glad you'll be able to, to add into it. Cause I, I don't think I'm at the same stage as you yet, but maybe I will continue on my journey. Um, so for anyone of our listeners who has no idea what we're talking about, so there's this new thing. It's an artificial intelligence chat bot, um, but it's, um, so Brittany, can you remind me? I know it's connected to Elon Musk, but he just, it's like, I don't know what he did, in it, but I know he's connected to the software, right? I have no idea. Okay. With you, sorry. Well, <laughs> his, his name is attached to it. So I think that there was, you know, AI chatbots before, but this new one, which is chat GPT, don't ask me what GPT stands for, but Brittany, if you want to Google that for me real fast, you could probably yes, find let's out. See. Um, but so what it is, is it's a extremely um, highly intelligent. I always think it's funny to use that word intelligent when I'm talking about, you know, computer but still uh, chat generated pre-trained transformer <laughs> oh got it okay chat generated pre-trained transformer okay <laughs> say that five times back <laughs> so basically it is uh this little app or program and you type in and you say write me a 500 word essay about um artificial intelligence or anything, 500 word essay about uh, 3D printing. Um, and then we'll write you an essay, but it gets way more complex than that because you can say what kind of tone you're looking for in your essay. You can and talk- And what point of view you want yes. it from. You can basically describe whatever you want and your AI chatbot will type it up for you. So, there's a lot to think about in this and a lot to unpack in this. <laughs> uh, this oh, before we get to that, because I'm talking about artificial intelligence in general. So there's the uh, chat GPT, but then also, Brittany, I assume you've also been looking into artificial intelligence art, right? The AI art. I refuse to look into it only because okay. I'm a natural contrarian and everyone else is doing it. So I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> so also for our listeners, if you haven't heard of AI art, that's also a big thing. I would actually say that the AI art became bigger first. And yes. And because the... I think it's also because people could share it. Yeah, probably. Like yeah. the pictures of themselves that are going around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so very similar to how the uh, chatbot works, where you can describe exactly what kind of article or essay or text of whatever form you want to be written, and then the chatbot will give it to you. Uh, with artificial intelligence art, you can describe an image that you want, and uh, the, the AI bot will go through, you know, all of its different examples that it, it has, and it's a massively huge database and then pull together based off of your description. So if you say something like, I want a picture of a snowman um, 
that looks like a retro photograph from the 70s. <laughs> That's the first thing that came to my mind. You can also put in for one of the – it was called like – it's not – oh, Dolly. Like Wally, but Dolly too. Mm-hmm. It was like <laughs> – create a picture of a bowl of soup that looks like a sweater. Yeah. And it did it. And it's like, wait, what? Who did this? Who like thought of that weird idea? But that was the example. It's so so AI art uh, is just crazy. It's really crazy. Um, I also actually have not played around with creating it myself, but I have looked through a ton of examples to get a feel for all the different things that, that it can do. So... Connor and Elijah at the same time both introduced me to AI writing and AI art. And uh, my initial reaction was kind of like, I don't know what I think about this. Uh, actually, I was a little bit repulsed. I'm not going to lie. And I was kind of like, yeah. He, he told me. To he told me. Oh, he, that I was repulsed by it? <laughs> <laughs> I think I maybe was the only one when he showed it to people that I was immediately like, yeah, I'm going to have to think on this one. And I was very uh, vocal about that. So he, he probably... They probably remember that. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, at first I was like, no, I really, I don't think I'm going to be using this. My One of my biggest concerns being the, I don't know if contrarian is the right word. I know you said that you often- Skeptical maybe? Yes, I tend to be a, more of a skeptic, um, especially in recent years as I've become more and more aware of things in the world that can be used to deceive us. So I naturally am going to ask questions. So when I first saw the- AI writing. So for the chat bot, um, my first question was where, what are all the inputs? Where is the chat bot getting its information from? Because I first thought things like, you know, we've had this whole thing lately about talking about misinformation, especially in terms of, you know, uh, like COVID and scientists um, and where information was being controlled. And so people were being kicked off of Twitter because, um, you know, they didn't, the government didn't want uh, government or Twitter. That's uh, who was controlling that decision is another topic, but uh, it was decided that people should not have access to this information. And so they just shut off access to the information. So when I first saw the chatbot, my immediate thought was who's controlling the information that the chatbot uses. So I think I got skeptical about that. Um, and so, yeah, it made me a little bit like, yeah, I'm going to have to think on this. Um, but I, I think, so especially with the AI art, I'm going to separate the two things. So AI writing, I kind of had a little bit of a different thought process on, but with the AI art, um, I embraced much more, uh, I embraced more quickly uh, because I think I realized that ultimately art is art. Art throughout time, humans create art using whatever tools that we have. So right now we might be having a, you know, machine or a computer uh, or an algorithm that is creating uh, art for us, but where the where's the input coming from? I think that the more people start to use AI art, it'll just force people to be more creative with their inputs and in what they put in. Just like you said, a bowl of soup that looks like a sweater. Like why would someone have thought of that before? So it gets people thinking, and now we're more creative about how we tell the computer to perform. So I was okay with that, um, but. Brittany, I'm going to let you tell me a little bit about your journey to acceptance of the uh, yes. AI writing. So when oh. Connor showed this to me, he's like, let me FaceTime you and show this to you. It was after we recorded the last uh, batch of episodes. And I saw it and I'm like, this is going to take my job. <laughs> and it was funny because <laughs> I've been very pro-automation in other sectors and I've written about how it's actually going to be really good for the economy. And then I'm like, wait, this was all fun and games till it was coming for me. 
And then I thought about it and I'm like, okay, well, first of all, it was bad at writing jokes, which made me happy. Uh, not good at jokes, but Connor had it write a poem and I like, I like poetry as well. And it was a really good poem. I was like, okay. So then I was like, Connor made some points and I got thinking about it that it's actually really good for like, if you get writer's block, like I would never word the things the same as the chat bot would, right? Because we're, we are different. And so it would be good to give me an idea of where I want to go. Because I do like – we get inspiration from reading other people's work in like articles or books, right? Like I'm inspired by other th- things other people write. So that's really good. It also kind of almost serves as research in a way. Um, I thought it was really cool. So I do a lot of writing right? explain really complex legal topics to people who aren't legal, like don't have a legal background. And so – Uh, There was one term. There's something called the major questions doctrine, which is a principle of constitutional law. Don't ask me what it means because I don't know. That's why I work with attorneys (laughs) who tell me. But I wanted to explain it to a five-year-old. So I typed in, explain the major's questions doctrine to me like I am a five-year-old. And it was amazing. I was like, oh my goodness, like this is crazy. And then you can, like you said – like tell it to me from this perspective. You could say tell it to me from a libertarian perspective. Tell it from me from like a, a you know, left-leaning perspective. It's crazy what it can do. And so I was like, okay, this is actually really good if only for like a first draft of something, right? I would never hand in whatever it gave me on the first go, but I was really impressed at how well it was written, right? It, it actually did a lot of research for me that saved me time. So I was like, okay, that's cool. I can handle that. Another thing that kind of comforted me is a big part of my job is storytelling. I tell stories of, of other people who've been hurt by the government and, and their quest for, for getting justice. And that bot is not going to be able to tell that story because they don't sit down and interview with them. Now, I'm not saying someday they won't, like if the information's out there. But as of right now, they can't sit down with those people and interview them and, and figure out what their life stories were and how hard they've, they've had to fight the government and all this stuff. It just doesn't know that. It can't know that. So for now, I feel like it's actually okay because it still doesn't have the human component of storytelling. Like, I don't think it's got that down. Um, And I think the best writing is storytelling, even if it's about like math, right? I think you can still tell a story with that. Oh, I know lots of math stories, actually. See? See? So I think I I am not as scared of it as I was, but I got to tell you guys, I mean, when Connor showed this to me, it was in like three seconds. It was writing this thing. And I was like, Oh dear. <laughs> like I'm I'm not going to have a job as a writer anymore. But I think there is a way to work with it. It does scare me a little bit, but I think there's going to be I think there's a lot of room to to partner with it right now. Hopefully I'm correct. Yeah. Well, I think right now the way I look at it as I the way I look at Wikipedia. Um when you have a quick question, Wikipedia is great because you can very, get a very simple answer. But if you want to know the depth of something, it is unwise to only read Wikipedia and then to go, oh, I know all about this. I read the Wikipedia article. It would be um, unwise to only go to one source and to believe that that source is the, um, you know, infallible truth. And so my hope is that with something like these chatbots is that they stay as something like Wikipedia, where they can be useful. uh, They can be good jumping off plate places. They can be used for writer's block. They can help um, come up with different words to explain something that you hadn't yet figured out. So I definitely think it can be a very helpful tool as long as we are able to use it responsibly and not put all of our reliance on this thing to provide all of the answers. That is, I think, my big um, thing. Oh, but 
um, one last thing before we go is um, I did discover something interesting. Uh, so I was reading about a professor and they'd gotten um, like an essay or a paper from a student and they could tell it felt a little bit off. And so they, you know, wanted to figure out if there's a way to be able to check to see if this had been um, generated by a chatbot. And then I found that there's a couple of uh, links out there, and not links, like other programs that are um, like chatbot detectors. Um, there's one at this website called the huggingface.co, which is a weird uh, URL, but it uh, is, has a lot of like... Um, user-created programs, anyways, but that can detect whether or not a a passage of text likely came from a chatbot. And I think that's going to be helpful. So, you know, we talk about like free market, right? Um, So we have a possible problem, which is that uh, AI might be able to write things and pass them off as humans. So something like if you're a teacher and you're wanting to make sure your students are writing for themselves, how can you check that? Well, someone has created another program that uh, can analyze chatbots and tell if it's likely to be a chatbot. So um, all in all, innovation is always a a very fascinating thing. Um, And even if with artificial intelligence, it's new, it's scary, we're figuring it out. um, But there's still a lot that we can learn about it. And I think that ultimately my main takeaway is that even if something is new, this is a good takeaway for myself too, whenever I have something. <laughs> She's giving out. herself a pep talk. I am. Yeah, this is my pep talk. <laughs> Even if it's something that initially you're not interested in or it feels like, oh, I don't know what I think about that technology. It's better for us not to shun it, but to at least embrace it and to maybe not embrace it, but to at least learn about it because it's important that we get on top of new technology so that we can have some control over what direction that technology goes. If we shun ourselves away from all technology, then we lose the power to help shape where that technology goes. So I think that was a really important thing and all of my thoughts about artificial intelligence. I've got, I, I think, I think you're right to be a little skeptical about it. I think only time will tell, yeah, you know, what it ends up being for us, but who knows? A little scary, a little exciting. Yeah. Well, thanks guys. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share with your friends. And until next time, we will talk to you soon. All right. See you soon. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.